Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Well, happy October and welcome to another episode of Real People, Real Talk. I'm Paul Calcote, the practical pastor, bringing you a weekly episode with one goal in mind to take you from surviving to thriving spiritually, relationally, mentally, physically and financially. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And here's why you should listen. Today's episode is all about setting goals and reaching those goals. So let's get to it. This is the fourth quarter, the very last quarter of this year, 2021. So Zig Ziglar said it best. If you aim at nothing, you would hit it every time. And that's why we're talking about goals. So we can have a strong finish to 2021. Mindset.com defines goal setting as a process that starts with careful consideration of what you want to achieve and ends with a lot of hard work to actually do it. As you can tell from the title, goal setting is not enough. You must create and implement systems and habits to ensure execution and success. I don't want you to be merely a goal setter. I want you to be a goal achiever, which will take discipline, my friend. So before we go any further, I want to talk about smart goals. If you've heard it before, this is going to be a refresher. If you haven't heard of it before, well, here you go. So smart goals. The S stands for specific. The clearer you are on your goals, the more likely you will reach your goals. For example, instead of me saying I want to lose weight, I say I want to lose 15 pounds by the end of the year. So that's the S. Then the M stands for measurable. So include dates, include amounts. For example, I don't say I want to do better with money. Instead, to be more measurable, I say I'm going to eat out only once or twice this week and I'm going to save $500 this month. In other words, measurable. Now, the A stands for attainable. Now, there's some balance here and a little nuance I'm going to add to it. This is key because if you set an unrealistic goal, you could get discouraged. For example, I'm not going to say, hey, I'm going to lose 35 pounds this month. You got to be realistic, fam. But at the very same time, there's nothing wrong with having a stretch goal. In other words, having a goal that is really going to push you and motivate you is going to take a little bit more effort. In other words, you can't get something too easy that won't motivate you, such as I'm only going to lose one pound per month. It was Bo Jackson that said it best. Set your goals high and don't stop till you get there. So attainable, but goals that will also stretch you. The R stands for relevant. Set goals that will motivate you. In other words, what is your why? Your goal should be relevant to where you want to be in life. So ask yourself, where do you want to be spiritually? Where do you want to be physically? Where do you want to be relationally? What's the type of person that you want to be in the next three months? Then, of course, the T stands for time bound. You must give yourself a deadline. And don't let procrastination get in your way and rob you of the productivity and the success that you deserve. For example, my wife and I, we are saving for a house. We put a time on it. So this time around, when we just sign our lease at the apartment, we sign a shorter lease. 
In other words, it's putting the time on our goal of buying a home. Now, the thing with goals is that they they guide you. They give you a target to aim for. And of course, this goes without saying, but I want to say it anyway. We must spend some time in prayer so you can set God honoring goals. I repeat, spend some time in prayer so you can set God honoring goals. But now I share some of my goals as well as the habit and the system that will help me to attain these goals. I will also share with you my why, because it's my why that's going to keep me motivated when things get tough. So a word of wisdom here, don't do too much too fast. Maybe start with one to two, maybe three goals per area. So now I'm going to share some goals in various areas of my life and then provide some broad examples for you to kind of get an idea or point you in the right direction. And these are specific to the fourth quarter of this year. What I want to accomplish in October, November and December by the end of the year. First and foremost, you probably guessed it. If you have been a listener of this podcast, spiritual goals, I want to spend time in prayer and studying and reading God's word daily consistently. And so here is how I'm going to execute that plan. I am currently on a Bible reading plan through the Bible app and I'm reading the Bible, reading the entire Bible in one year. So right now, as the time of this recording, it's in October. I just got to the new Testament because the old, old Testament is long. So I'm in the new Testament right now. So every day I get up, I already know what to read. So with the reading plan is built in accountability. And now with prayer, that's the first thing I want to do in the morning, spend some time in prayer, praise and worship. So I got to go to bed early so I can get up early. All right. Because that is the first thing that I want to do in the morning. No matter how many things you have on your to do list, you always have time for what you do first. And here's my why behind my spiritual goals. I want to be closer to God and I do this simply out of obedience. So here are some examples of other spiritual goals that you can try out. So get on the reading plan. You can do it with your spouse. You can do it by yourself or you can do it with a close friend. Um, Another goal is to increase your time that you spend with the Lord. Incorporate fasting. Start serving at your church. Or maybe even back up a little bit, find a church and attend it faithfully. Read the whole Bible. Maybe you haven't done that before, and that's okay, but I invite you to try it. Or maybe even read an entire book of the Bible. Maybe you haven't tried it, and I invite you to try it today. Another spiritual goal, and I talked about this a couple of episodes ago, is to forgive. Maybe there's some things in your heart that you need to let go, some grudges you need to let go, some people you need to repent to, or some people you need to accept their apologies and to forgive. And move on. That's another admirable spiritual goal. And then lastly, go on a mission trip. So those are some spiritual goals that you can try out so you can get closer to the Lord. And the scripture that goes with this is Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Now we move on to physical goals. So for me, I would like to lose one pound per week. Now, if I lose one pound per week, that's going to put me on the right track for losing a total of 30 pounds this year. So I'm on pace. I just got to keep that pace and I will lose 30 pounds this year. So here is the execution. Here is the the system and the habits that I'm going to put into place for an ideal week that I'm aiming for. So working out five times a week, limiting my soda and sweets to Fridays only and to plan my workouts. 
So when I go into the gym on Monday, I know that I'm working upper body. Well, that's actually two a day on Monday. I know I'm going to work out in the morning and play basketball um, in the evening. Tuesday, I know it's going to be lower body. Wednesday, I know it's going to be cardio, so on and so forth. So I go into the gym with a plan. So other examples may include maybe you want to bench press a certain weight, get back into a particular outfit, maybe run a half marathon, drink more water, but don't just say drink more water, make it specific. Maybe it's five, six or seven glasses or three to four bottles of water. Be specific or go vegetarian once a week. Try fitness class. Now, the scripture that goes with that is first Timothy chapter four, verse eight for bodily exercise profit little. It does profit. But godliness is profitable unto all things, having the promise of the life that is now and of which is to come. So FYI, I'm not giving you like my exhaustive and comprehensive list of goals. God, I don't want to get too specific because I want to be broad enough where I can give you some examples so you can so I can point you in the right direction. So financially, my wife and I, we are saving for a house. Now, once again, here's the execution part. We set a budget and we're going to stick to it. We decided in this quarter of the year that we're going to eat in a lot more and we are being creative in finding frugal ways to have fun. And here's my why. Overall, I want to steward my finances in such a way that we are financially stable, not living paycheck to paycheck and more important than that. So we can be a blessing to other people. Here are other examples for finances. Um, if you're new to tithing, there'll be a great first goal to do to tithe. And that is to give the 10% of your gross to the local church as the Bible commands us to. It's the Old Testament and New Testament principle. I know some people are saying, oh, that's the Old Testament. only." No, read your Bible. That we are to give to the house of the Lord. We don't have God's address. So the way that we give to God is by giving to the local church for the advancement of the gospel. Another financial goal. Be debt free. Save for a car. Save for a trip invest a certain percentage into your retirement fund or create another source of income. And then another goal is to negotiate your bills. And so I did that recently and I got a better deal on our lease and also on our light bill. And the best time to negotiate is when you're about to sign a new contract or sign a new lease when companies are looking to keep their existing customers. So that's when you have the most power. So just want to give you that financial tip right there. And the scripture that goes with this is Proverbs 22, 7. The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. So in other words, that just can help you and guide you along the way to your debt free journey. So now I want to talk about my relationship goals, specifically as it relates to my marriage. So we aim once a week to open up God's word, read it together, set it together and to have a time of prayer. That is our goal for at least once a week. But also throughout the week um, on different days, we make sure we pray together before we leave the house. So in addition to that, that's spiritual and relational all in one. But also just from a fun point of view, we have a weekly date night. All right. Usually it's either going to be Tuesday or Saturday. We want to make sure we get out the house and do something fun together. And so the execution for this, the habit, the system. We put this on the calendar, our date night and our devotion time. We put it on the calendar and we block those times out. And here's my why, because I want to have a fun, lasting marriage that honors God and helps other marriages to thrive. So here are a few other examples 
as it relates to your relationship goals besides having a time of prayer and Bible study and a date night. Maybe your next first step or a good goal for you to have is to do a better job of celebrating your each other's birthdays and to celebrate your anniversary that you have coming up. Now, here's another area, and this is my personal growth goals. I listen to at least two to three podcasts or TED Talks per week. I listen to podcasts about podcasting because I want to hone my craft and bring you the very best content every single week. And I also listen to podcasts about personal finance and fitness. And then from the book point of view, I want to read at least two books per month. And that's in addition to my Bible reading plan. And here's my why. I want to be and I want to do all that God has called me to be and all that God has called me to do. I want to use all of my gifts to the best of my ability. And here's some other examples in the areas of personal growth besides reading and listening to podcasts. Maybe you can learn a new habit or you can learn a new skill or do some network and have some mastermind and meet with people that have similar goals or meet with people that are where you want to be so you can learn from them and grow. So, of course, we must also set goals in the areas of mental and emotional health. And this is Depression Awareness Month. So actually, the very next episode, I'm going to bring on a professional and we're going to talk about how to thrive in our mental and emotional health. And so here's what I want to do this quarter. I want to see a pastor slash therapist monthly is both a licensed therapist and a, an ordained pastor. I want to practice gratitude. And when I do that, I always get in a better mood when I count my blessings and look at the things that God has blessed me with. And I'm not just talking about, you know, material things, but I'm talking about I thank God for running water. I thank God that I have a roof over my head. I thank God for my wife. I thank God for my parents. I thank God for my family. I thank God for my support system, my job, etc. So count your blessings because it's hard to be sad and grateful at the same time, at least in, in my world. I make sure I get my rest. I enjoy my days off. I plan my joy. I play basketball weekly. I already talked about our weekly date night. And here is my why. I want to be in a great place mentally and emotionally so I can show up for others, show up for my wife, show up for those that I pastor and to show up for you, bringing you the best content. Other examples in the area of mental and emotional health, maybe you can try an adult coloring book. For some people, it's very therapeutic and relaxing. You can ask for help. Stop trying to be Superman. Stop trying to be Superwoman and ask for help. You can try a social media fast. So you want how this negative things coming into your mind if you're not following the right accounts or even a news fast. All right. And spend some more time in the word. You can practice positive self-talk. A lot of times, you know, when people make mistakes, they would call themselves, oh, man, I'm so dumb or I'm so clumsy. Hey, the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. I want you to call yourself what God calls you. He says you have been beautifully and wonderfully made. You are a child of the most high. Another goal is to set healthy boundaries at work and set healthy boundaries with people. When I go on vacation and the healthy boundary that I put in place, I turn off notifications. I make sure somebody emails me, they get that automatic reply that I'm out of the office and I respond when I get back in town. And then boundaries that I set with people, oftentimes, you know, every now and then somebody will just text me and ask for something without speaking or acknowledging me. So this is what I would do. I would say good evening or good afternoon or good morning. That would be my response. And then once they acknowledge me, then, you know, I'll give them what they ask for. In other words, I am training people to treat me right. 
Because whatever you allow people to do, they're going to repeat it. So I'm just training people to treat me right. And along with setting healthy boundaries, and that can be an entire episode of its own, you got to do what you can to protect your peace. Then, of course, exercise, because we see that health is holistic and it's related. And then make sure you have a healthy support system around you. Now, the last section is what I'll call personal goals, Um, maybe some aspirations that you can try or even call them fun goals. But here they are. Want to travel. So for Thanksgiving this year, we would love to go to Las Vegas. And then for Christmas, going to visit our family. And I mean, we love traveling. So we're intentional about making this happen. We budget for it and we put it on the calendar. Another personal goal is I want to do a better job of getting out of my comfort zone. So therefore, I can get those creative juices flowing even more. And so I want to learn something new. I mean, this year I learned how to edit audio. My wife used to edit the podcast, but I learned how to do it. So I've been doing that this year. I also learned how to edit video. So when I put out things on social media, do some fade in and fade out. Nothing like professional, but but I'm getting there. So physically, outside of playing basketball, lifting weights and getting on the elliptical, I have incorporated using the medicine ball and kettlebells. Just to try something different to shake up the system. Every now and then I would take a different route home from work. I tried a new restaurant or I tried a new dish at my favorite restaurant. Now, listen, this is talking about getting out of your comfort zone and it is risky. Almost nothing is worse than trying a new dish and not liking it and wasting your money. But sometimes, hey, you may try a new dish and you may actually like it. Another personal goal is I just want to be a blessing. And some ways that this is manifested is to leave a bigger tip smiling more often, offering compliments and encouragement freely. And then I have a podcast goal. I would love to have 20 patrons by the end of the year. And you may say, Paul, what is a patron? A patron is a financial supporter of the podcast. And you can click my Patreon link in the show notes. And it literally takes two minutes to set everything up. You could sign up today and your first donation wouldn't come out until the first of the month. So we have a given option for every budget. And as I mentioned, we are saving for a house. And one of the rooms, I really want to have a podcast studio. Um, So your funds would go towards that, buy some panel to absorb some of the sound and have even better audio quality. And it would go towards buying books so I can continue to learn and to grow and do research so I can bring you the absolute best content. And of course, your funds would go towards advertising so we can reach more people with the gospel. So if you have been enjoying this podcast, would you consider becoming a supporter and patron today? Thank you in advance. You can click the link right now and become a monthly supporter. Uh, here are some other examples of personal goals. Maybe you want to write a book, start a business, start that degree, finish that degree, attend a professional sports game, find a new hobby. Only you can decide these, my friend. So those are some areas where you can set goals. The list, of course, is not exhaustive because you can talk about career goals and other areas as well. But hear me and hear me well. The difference between goal setting and actually reaching those goals comes down to discipline and execution. Once again, I repeat discipline and execution. Jim Rome said it best. Discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. And I one up that one. James 2.17 says, so also faith by itself. If it does not have works, it is dead. We have to add action to our faith. So write or print these goals, put them in a visible place, review them weekly, maybe even share it on social media. So you get a hint of accountability. If you marry, share them with your spouse 
and they can review them with you weekly or bi-weekly. If not, share with a friend, somebody that, that loves you and not afraid to call you out. OK, so to be successful, you must have accountability. You must have a way where you can track your progress. And when I get to the end of the week, I count up how many times did I work out? How many times did I eat out? And then I go a step further and say, what adjustments do I need to make next week so I can be better? Because, friends, the secret to success is found in your daily routine. So discipline and execution so you can reach these goals. So before I give you the recap and conclude this episode, please be sure to share this episode with somebody that you love and somebody that you want to see win. Okay, so here's the recap. Take some time today. Take some time this week to set your goals and bathe the entire process in prayer. Then develop a system and incorporate habits in order to reach these goals and then take it a step further. Share these goals with someone that loves you for the sake of accountability and then execute Nike. Just do it. Do not settle for being a goal setter. All right. Be a goal getter. Be a goal achiever. Go for these accomplishments. And another thing, don't wait till January. You don't have to wait to the start of a new month. You don't even have to wait till Monday. You can start today, my friend. Start today. So here at Real People Real Talk, we believe in holistic health. And I really want you to thrive spiritually, physically, mentally, relationally and financially. And now I want to conclude with a few scriptures. Psalms 37, 4 and 5 says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to him. Trust in him and he will do this. This serves as a friendly reminder to bathe the goal setting process in prayer, as I alluded to earlier, and set goals that are in alignment with God's will for your life. And lastly, third John one, two says, beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. Now, my friend, a.k.a. Thriver, go be all that God has called you to be. Set those goals. Reach those goals. All for the glory of God. And we'll see you next week.